developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The playoffs are here of the football variety, and you have your chance to make your picks in the Pro Football Pick'em. Make your picks each week in the upcoming NFL playoff games, and you'll be entered to win $500, all paid in quarters. Get all the details and get entered to win at 1620thezone.com. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley here on a Friday. It's not necessarily, I mean, it's still a, a feel-good football Friday fiesta because you do have conference Friday, championship right? games. And it is Friday, so we just There's feel football good. this weekend. There is football. It's not snowing. It's not snowing. It's not 53 below zero. And That's true. And diesel fuel is not gelling up, so yeah. Also true. Gosh, man, what a, what a wild story that was. Got to pull over. Got to take, gotta take, the, take the bus in because the fuel is gelling up. Man. Followed by people live here? People live like this? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, a lot of the attention, at, at least for the next 24 hours, though, is going to be on on hoops. Not as much of the, uh-oh, Creighton is in a, they're going to be in one heck of a um, dogfight tomorrow night, but more of the significance of the annual pink out game and, and what it means beyond basketball, too. I don't have any reservations whatsoever when it comes to my confidence in Creighton against DePaul tomorrow night. It's going to be a tremendous atmosphere, and DePaul will be now in its second game with their interim coach on a team that uh, is just not very good, a program that's not very good. So Creighton, the goal, the object tomorrow, just take care of business. And if people want to be able to start making their dinner plans in the second half, they can do so. Uh, We do want to remind you, though, with that game, you have a chance to kick off uh, Creighton's pink out game by dropping off tissue paper, uh, toilet paper donations at the Hope Lodge. Uh, the Connor Happer Show is going to be broadcasting live there starting at 10 a.m. And then on Sports and Light Conduct, we'll also be out there at the Hope Lodge today. So really encouraging you, if you can get out there today, do so. Also be able to, to be a part of tomorrow night's game over at the CHI Health Center. I know a lot of you already have tickets and have already been planning on this. It's always just a fantastic scene. The game tomorrow, as we are maybe finishing up our donuts, our breakfast, maybe you're going to get uh, ready to go to brunch and you're going to take the the phone with you to at least follow the first half. Uh, you've got Nebraska-Maryland. It is a 12 Eastern time, so 11 local time here. Tip between the Terps and the Huskers. Uh, seeing some of the early spreads in this one, it looks like Maryland's about a two-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, I was looking at some of the different, like Odd Sharks and FanDuel and, and some of the other sites of just the the overall matchup. Uh, the analytics projected score that I'm seeing on Odd Shark is uh, Maryland 74, Nebraska 72. So how about that spread, by the way? Um, we, we know Nebraska's struggles on the road is well documented. So, Jimmy, you've watched this team as well. Are you in a mindset right now that what you've seen when Nebraska is looking good? Because it's not always been at home. Like the end of the Northwestern game, even though they won, and that win is looking really good after what Northwestern did to Illinois. 
But looking at even in some halves that Nebraska has played on the road that's looked good, do you have the confidence that this team is going to just break through on the road? I'm not, I'm not even saying it's tomorrow, but I mean, is, is this a team that you feel like, yeah, I mean, you've watched enough college basketball that it's eventually you break that trend, that they're good enough that it's going to happen at some point? I want to just come out and say yes, but I hate to sound like some of the others that, that listen, but you'll know what I mean. I'm kind of in the boat of, yeah, I still, I'll wait till I see it to believe it. And at some point you have to do that, but I just don't know if I have the faith yet. And not saying they're bad. I'm just saying it's, you're reluctant to get sucked in. Mm-hmm. And Gary has talked about this too, on air and off the air, especially since you know he, he makes no secret about his feelings towards Nebraska ball, or they're like mine towards Kansas football. Mm-hmm. And 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 it helps that when he was in school there, they were good. So you still hold on to the it could it could be like that again somehow. But I just even and he and my point is he said you get sucked in and you get into fooled and oh and then they hurt you and they let yeah. you down. So no. I really wish I could, Nick, but I, I can't completely not yet. But if it were to happen, we'll start with tomorrow. Would yeah. it surprise me? No, actually it wouldn't surprise me. I think they're close. But I have memories pop in my head, say from the Rutgers game. No, that's and fair. you lose games like that. You gotta go win a game and you looked in that Rutgers game and I get injuries and all that, but you got to a point the last few minutes you're like, Wait, who's gonna get a bucket? Yeah. So you're just hoping they hold on at that point. Yeah, you wanna get to a point where it's a whereas you look and, and I feel like I'm stirring the pot here and I don't mean to. I, I really don't. Um look at Creighton. If they need a bucket, you probably feel a little more comfortable about options that they have. You can always yeah, pound it inside to eleven. <laughs> You got 55 out there in the perimeter ready to – oh, and then you have you have 23 ready to do things too. So you feel, okay, that they're used to that. But until we see that from Nebraska on the road, then – but I think it can happen. I do think this is different. It's just uh, you're reluctant to get sucked in. You won't get let down. Well, and this series between Nebraska and Maryland has been interesting, too, because if you remember last year, they went to Maryland and just got boat raced, but then they were able to come back at home in uh, late February, and they were able to uh, outlast them. Uh, Nebraska, in this actual series, it's not been good. Uh, They're 3-7 and against Maryland in the last 10 and it's it's been sort of hit or miss with the way that Nebraska's played in this game. Uh, Shooting-wise, hasn't been all that great. Although, from a betting angle, there's something. Nebraska against the spread uh, in the Maryland series is 6-4. and four. So you're on the winning side of that. So uh, if that... 6-4. That, that, that uh, point total, that margin, what is this, there the is NFC like South? between 2 and 2.5. Two and yeah. That's probably too good. 2-2.5, two and, two and a, yeah, it is, that's too good of a record. Uh, two, two and a half, you know, okay, then there's something there. I I will say that I am confident enough that whether it happens tomorrow or it happens here in the near future, they're going to get a road victory. They need a road victory. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. This whole idea of, well, if they just continue to win out at home, 
People they're, they're will be, be ready fine. to believe the second they get one or two of those on the road. Yeah, I agree. They're ready. That's why that Michigan game is sold out. Okay, look at uh, here's the there remaining will be more sellout. Here's the remaining road games. You're at Maryland tomorrow, then you're at Illinois next weekend, at Northwestern that following week, at Indiana uh, late February, and then at Ohio State uh, also that the 29th of uh, February, and then you close out regular season at Michigan. I mean, there's a there's a, a few games right there. I would it's look there. at Indiana, Michigan. I think tomorrow is a good opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. Early I, game I benefits do. the road team. Uh, the, the, the games, the two in particular that would worry me the most are going to be at Illinois on the 4th and at Northwestern on the 7th, even though Nebraska beat Northwestern at home. Um, which is great because Northwestern, as I mentioned, they had the huge win at Illinois um, to Wednesday night. So that win continues to look good for Nebraska. You establish yourself at home, okay, and they have, but here's the remaining home games. Wisconsin, that's going to be a tough one next week, but the way that that game went at the Kohl Center in Madison – to me, that wasn't even Nebraska playing bad on the road. That was more of a tip of the cap to Wisconsin. My gosh, they could not miss. And not all of those shots that they were knocking down were uncontested and Nebraska's rotation was off and they weren't getting out and trying to run guys off the three-point line. Like Wisconsin, you just have to say, damn, when you shoot at a blistering pace the way they did, sometimes it's just your day. And it was for Wisconsin. Uh, that game in Lincoln uh, next week is going to be huge, but I also expect that thing to be extremely tight. Uh, Michigan at home, which you mentioned earlier in the the update was sold out. Uh, Penn State at home, Rutgers at home, and Minnesota. I'm sorry, Minnesota at home, and then Rutgers at home. So your remaining home you need to win all your home slate games. No is, is very yeah, it's very promising. Go get a couple. If road you games. if you could get two roadies in there, you feel great. I mean, you're in, but oh, yeah, you, you're in. you feel great about maybe where you're playing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the reason I think Maryland provides a great opportunity. Tomorrow is, again, we talk about the tip-off, the early portion of this. Quality uh, road game against yep. a quality team. Maryland was was in quite the, the dogfight. That they, give them credit, they went out to Carver-Hawkeye and they outlasted Iowa as well in a game that was not played at the pace that Iowa would like to play at. I mean, uh, Maryland wins that game by two in the 60s. You know, Maryland's okay with that. But I also think the good thing, Nebraska's okay with that. Nebraska's not looking to – sometimes they get caught up in it where they're trying to run with the team, but they, they would rather not. They'd rather play those games in the you know in the 60s. Uh, if I look at Maryland's last few games out, uh, so they beat Iowa, but then they lost back-to-back games between Northwestern and Michigan State. And all those games are kind of played there in the 60s and like low 70s. So that's kind of what I expect tomorrow too with this game being played like that. When I go back to what Nebraska has done in halves, and again, that's the, the, the big part of this, this conversation, is in halves, not in a full 40 minutes. I don't know, even to this point, even as good as Rink Mass was in that win over Ohio State, I don't know if Nebraska has looked, okay, Purdue. Purdue is the exception. Purdue, they just look fantastic. But the first half of the Minnesota game, Nebraska looked about as good as I've ever seen them. And then to have that epic collapse there in the second half, not a good look. But then again, you got 20 good minutes. The first half against Rutgers looked pretty good. They were giving up some offensive rebounds, but they were able to kind of overcome that a little bit. 
Second half, different story. Couldn't box out. Had many times to put that game away. They didn't do it. It's so it's not that for them to hold on. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing I'm hung up on is can you put 40 minutes of quality basketball together? And if you do say because in all those instances, Nebraska has been good out of the gate, other than the Wisconsin game. But those two in particular, the Rutgers and Minnesota, because I think there's a lot of similarities with those games, where Nebraska came out of the gate and looked really good. It was the inability to close those teams out, where in both games they had double-digit leads. The inability to close those teams out was the biggest concern. Does it like behoove Nebraska to sort of play a tight game from behind against Maryland so then in the second half you're not trying to preserve this large lead? Like Again, the, the, the whole psyche of it to me is more fascinating because – I trust Rink Mast enough that he's going to give you production. When Casey has a unproductive game, typically he'll bounce back and he'll be more of a presence. And that was the case in the Ohio State win where Casey was not much of a presence at all. Uh, I think I think Bryce Williams is starting to hit stride where he's becoming more of a constant scorer, which is great. I know they're trying to pump a lot of life into Jamarcus Lawrence. To me, he's 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 fighting it. He's fighting. I love that that Fred is is really trying to lift him up and look at a lot of the little things that he's bringing to it because, he, I mean, offensively, he's fighting it. But you also look at what you're getting from a production value of Josiah Alec. You know, he was your leading scorer against Northwestern. Um, Jawan Gary, I think, unless there was any type of um, – Step back this week in preparation. I think you get Juwan Gary back, which is a huge boost just given his energy. And if you can have him as a starter and Josiah coming off the bench, that's good. Again, so we can talk about this all we want. My point is the the, the mental part of Nebraska in the second half on the road when they have leads. Why is it all of a sudden just look so discombobulated and all of a sudden they you know you're you're not boxing out, you're not hitting easy shots. Well, you know, about learn those little things. You gotta learn how to win on the road. Yeah, and, and it, all it takes is one time to do it, and then you at least have point of reference. Hey, what did we do? Why did we win that game? What did we do well? What can we take from that to replicate in other situations like this? And I'm not trying to be a glutton for punishment as far as just trying to blindly believe that they're going to finally knock it down. But there's there's just so much that this team has shown for like 25 to 30 minutes on the road that should be good enough. It's just whether it's a five-minute stretch or 10-minute stretch that has kind of been their undoing on the road, how do they overcome that? And if it's a team that was offensively challenged or a team that is just an absolute like gas fire defensively, I would say eh, maybe that's just not going to happen. And they're just truly a product of feeding off of the home crowd energy, and that's what you have to expect. I think there's more to this Nebraska team, and that's why one of the reasons I think they're different from previous teams because I do think they have some offensive options. It's just being able to remember all of those basic concepts offensively and defensively in those key moments in the second half, and it just hasn't been able to happen that way. But I also think sometimes your, your other teams, whether you're talking about Rutgers or any other team that they've lost to on the road, there's maybe kind of fallen victim to the atmosphere. I wouldn't say that the Minnesota game or the Rutgers game had like this overwhelming atmosphere that it was you know, kind of like what Creighton experienced against UConn. You know, so tomorrow, I, I think it's again, another game where it's going to be sort of a sleepy crowd. It's not like people are through the roof, overly excited about Maryland basketball. That thing is going to be sold out. So I don't think you have to worry about that. That's part a them problem. That is. I don't think you have to worry about that. 
But if Nebraska, say, gets on a run and they're up by, say, eight or nine with 10 minutes to go, how confident are people? You know, it's going to happen at some point. They're, they're going to finally be able to close it out. But is it just going to be stress all the way to the very end? Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of what this team brings you. But it will happen. I, I don't I feel very confident it will happen. Home-wise, you got a good schedule there. Just the last six games, you got a very, very doable schedule. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the what to watch for in the conference championship games. Then we're going to talk to Dave Tolson about even more of that as he joins us at 8 o'clock. We continue here in Mornings with Sharp and Hanley at 1620 The Zone. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.